0: So the Snippet Series is sponsored by Zip, uh, by the Saka family, excuse me, in memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka, on his 50th year at site. We're in the third paragraph of Shema, continuing the theme, Kabbalos ol Malchus Shemaim, Kabbalos ol Mitzvos, and now how we apply that, the performance specifically, the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Tzitzis. We last left off where Moshe 1 to the Gemara tells us the contrast of the Tcheles and the white, the crimson, the blue and the white, is the uh, T'cheles remind us Doma Yam Yom Doma LeRakil, Kisei HaKavod. Why don't we go right to the Kisei HaKavod? See the blue, it reminds us of Hashem. Why are we so inefficient? Why are we taking a detour, a roundabout route? Moshe reminded us because we have to grow incrementally. We have to move slowly, step by step. We don't take detours. We don't try to skip steps to expedite and get there faster. And I want to expand on that idea by uh, taking a detour through an Ibn Ezra. Pas says the next pos we're up to is They're meant to be for you, for us as titsis. And what do we do with them? oso. We look at them. We'll talk about somewhere that tits out, somewhere they're tucked in, somewhere the whole beg it out. What is the nature? How do you fulfill it? em oso. We're supposed to see them, and like the string on a finger reminds a person of what they wanted to remember to do, we see the tzitzis, it invokes our memory, we remember all the mitzvot of Hashem. But what are these words, they should be for you, for tzitzis. Who else will it be for? What do you mean it should be for you, for tzitzis? So the Ibn Ezra, in you know, what is for him, a lengthy comment in Pasha Shlach, where the Pasha appears, the Ibn Ezra says, a couple different pshatim of what it could mean, but he concludes, and I think this is very important, Mitzvah alkom ishiyesh <laughs> labeged barabek nafim sheizchase bobiyom tamid vloyasi renu me'alav laman yizkru amespar l'metalis b'shasat tefila yasazeb bavur shi'kru bekriya shma vayolachem la'titzis v'asula hem titzis raklafidati yoser uchiyuv lesati betitzis b'sharah shows mishasat laman yizkru v'layizkru layasa avera b'cholsha kib'shasat tefila the Ibn Ezra notes. A fascinating honor, irony. He you notes know, a phenomenon which is really backwards. There are people, there are men, and they wear a talus for davening. Come to shul, talus and tefillin. Married men wear a talus as of marriage. Yekkes, others wear a talus, svaradim even earlier. But there are people who are putting a talus on as part of davening. To imagine putting tefillin on without your talus. If you're married and you have been wearing a talus every day since you're married, you get stuck somewhere, all you have are tefillin, not a talus. You'll feel like you're not dressed. Talus is the uniform of davening. They put on a talus in the morning for davening, but they're not wearing tzitzis. They go the whole day with no tzitzis under their shirt. It's uncomfortable, it's inconvenient, it's too hot, it itches, adds a layer, it makes me look fat. No guy ever said that, but the other things they've said. So people wear the talus in the morning, and they leave off the tzitzis under their clothing the rest of the day. So we tend to think which is more important, the talus guddle. Actually, has gadol in its name. The big talus that we wear for davening. Why do we wear a talus for davening? It doesn't say in the Torah, in the Parsha, where does it say that you're supposed to wear the tzitzis as davka for davening? It says you're supposed to wear them. You have a four cornered garment. So you could have a little four cornered garment, a talus cotton. You could have a large four cornered garment, a talus gadol. But it doesn't say specifically for davening, but the minhag developed, says the Ibn Ezra, that since when we daven, we read shema. And since in the third paragraph of Shema we mention the tzitzis, so it's appropriate to be wearing the tzitzis when we mention them. So we put on the talus in the morning for davening. Which one is more important? If one had to make a choice, if you're working on yourself, if you're going to take on something new, what should one take on? Talus katan or the talus gadol? Wearing tzitzis under the shirt? Or wearing the big tzitzis when we daven in the morning? I would have thought the talus gadol. Talus and tefillin, they go together, the big talus. Ibn Eser says the opposite. Why? What's the whole point of tzitzis? let tzitzis. They're for you, ureissim, to look at, to remember. They're there to motivate, to inspire, they're there to keep us vigilant, they're there to help us regulate our behavior, they're there to keep us mindful. So when do you need that? In shul? Ibn Ezra writes, who can do an Aveir in shul? People have found a way, They've, they've found a way, so we need the reminder in shul as well. But in shul, generally speaking, you're there to daven? You have a sitter open, you're pretty focused. And so, is that really one we need to remember? You need to remember at work, in the gym, in the supermarket. You need to remember on the train, in the bus, in the car. We need to remember all day long. So, says the Ibn Ezra, I find very powerful words. There's a bigger chiv to wear it, sits under your shirt the rest of the day than to wear the talis gadol During davening, the whole idea when you're davening, you're focused. You're not going to do an aveira. The rest of the day, when we are confronted, tempted by the distractions, the opportunities to do an aveira, that's when we need it. So I'm making a push campaign. Those who don't wear tzitzis, take it on. It's a big Indian. Should be for schus for all those who need schuyos for good health and parnasa and fertility and all the things the people we know and love. Desperately need our help for. If you don't wear tzitzis yet, but you put your talis gadol on when you come to daven, or you're daven at home, or you're daven wherever you are, don't just wear the talis guddel. Each time you put the talis guddel, remember that the Ibn Ezra says even more important is the talis cotton. More important is to remember throughout the day what matters. So we'll have to stop here, but I wanted to get to expanding on Reb Moshe. I'll just give you an allusion, a hint. Parsha Shlach, the third paragraph of Shema, the tzitzis paragraph, is at the end of Parsha Shlach. The beginning of Pasha Shlach, Hashem sends uh, maraglim, spies, to investigate the land. And they fail. But you'll note there's very similar language, the beginning of the Pasha and the end of the Pasha. Pasha begins, they're sent. Where do you see that in, in, in Vayomer? Velosa And the very next Pasuk. What are they supposed to do? Go look at the land. Where do you see that in the third paragraph? What's the connection? They went, they're sent Lasur Losasuru. They're sent to Uri Sam. help them with Urisam. I'll suggest to you, Mirz Hashem, beginning of next week, that the end of the parsha is the atonement, the repair, the tikkun for the beginning of the parsha, and that titsis help inspire us and keep us mindful in this way throughout the day.